You're listening to Nixa Talk, a show aimed at providing building blocks for best practice implementation to executives in the global asset management industry. More content for your on-the-go, easy listening can be found at nixa.org. Advisors are using model portfolios more than ever to manage client investment strategies. What's behind the trend and how are asset managers evolving to address this trend? I'm Allison Levitt, host of Nixa Talk, and I'm at the Nixa General Membership Meeting with Justine Phoenix, Nixa's Vice President of Distribution and Broker-Dealer Engagement, and Eve Coote, Director of BlackRock's U.S. Wealth Advisory. Justine, in her role at Nixa, works very closely with the Nixa membership on identifying trends with the potential to impact product and distribution business models across the industry. And Eve is a featured speaker at Nixa's 2019 GMM on the topic of asset allocation models. Welcome to both of you, and thanks for joining us today to provide some insight to our Nixa Talk listeners. Uh, And at this point, I'm going to turn the mic over to you, Justine, and we'd love it if you could perhaps lead us through a discussion around what's driving investment fund distribution. Thank you, Allie, and thank you, Eve, for joining us today. Um, Eve, I thought maybe we'd start out for our listeners with maybe a basic definitional discussion on models and asset allocation models and sort of uh, maybe it's a two-parter and then talk about why they're becoming more and more popular with, with advisors. Absolutely, and, and thank you for having me. I think the idea of providing investors with whole portfolios allocated and managed across asset class isn't a new one. Uh, balanced mutual funds have been around since the 1970s. Then we have the target date funds have been around and experienced explosive growth since the early 2000s. And models are just another iteration and innovation on that landscape. Simply put, uh, the term model, broadly speaking, refers to a prefixed asset allocation portfolio, typically diversified across 10 to 12 holdings and built with exchange-traded funds, ETFs, active mutual funds, or some combination of both. They're generally created by financial advisors, wealth managers, and asset managers. And I think where we're seeing the explosive growth right now is that models are really helping uh, bring product innovation to a, a need that our clients have, and that's the need for time. Um, you know, advisors today are facing a big time crisis. Uh, they want to be able to offer more services such as holistic wealth management to their existing clients. And what we've found with our research is that advisors spend approximately 35% of their time on the investment management. Um, and using models can free up 400 hours a year to help focus on prospecting, serving, servicing clients, and deepening relationships. To put that 400 hours into context, that's an additional 120 client meetings a year. So what we've found is models are really helping advisors find more time to either serve their existing clients deeper or go out there and prospect and find new clients. Thank you. That's Perfect. That's excellent. Um, so, you, so you were a speaker today on on a panel to talk about asset allocation models. And uh, how about if we do a little bit of a dive into how BlackRock is evaluating models? What differentiates your approach to asset allocation models? Yeah, sure. So first and foremost, our goal is to be the simplest way for advisors to build and grow their business with models. Uh, we have two flagship offerings, an income and a growth offering. Each offers unique flavors to address specific client outcomes or goals. But the story, the investment process, the philosophy stays true throughout, allowing advisors to scale their client conversation, but offer variety to their clients, whether they're looking for a tax aware, ESG, smart beta, or a vehicle preference, such as a mutual fund ETF Mm -hmm. 
or an ETF-only model. Um, what we've found is advisors need scale not only across the investments, but also across client servicing. And, and BlackRock recognises that one is meaningless without the other. So BlackRock really partners with advisors beyond just the model and the underlying investments. Our model offering goes well beyond to offer and arm advisors with a full surround sound experience with trade rationales, quarterly commentaries, speaking points, uh, even podcasts so they can share with their, their clients um, updates from the portfolio managers. So in terms of partnership, what, what do you feel like are the, the best ways to partner on the asset allocation models with your distribution partners? What are, what are the key elements you think are, are critical there for partnership? Yeah, I think, you know, models are just another way of delivering quality portfolio construction guidance to help advisors build better portfolios. And I think we want to meet advisors and our partners with where they're at. So where they want to outsource, customize, or build models themselves. Um, it's all about helping them understand where they want to be involved in the day-to-day -day investment decision and helping them do that. And that's why we offer our models in two formats, as a turnkey SMA available in platforms and TAMPs, or as a researcher paper model where advisors can customize or tweak and then implement by themselves. Um, and I think what we have found is we work very closely for distribution partners um, to help drive advisor adoption of models. And, and we always lead with practice management and helping advisors understand the benefits of building a models-based practice. So can we talk a little bit about BlackRock sales and distribution teams and how they're partnering together, sales and distribution, and looking at education for internally educating as well as educating your clients. And so what's your communication strategy as well? Absolutely. So, I mean, one, first and foremost, we always leave with practice management. But secondly, I think what we've found is the ongoing engagement is really key. And so we actually have 40,000 financial advisors across the country who are getting regular email updates on our models from um, performance updates to trade rationales to podcasts they can share with their clients. We have found arming advisors with this ongoing communication it delivers value beyond just the investments, but also helps the client, the advisor, understand what's happening in the portfolio and share that with their clients in a consumable and, and easy to digest manner. So an ongoing communication strategy for education as well as communication. So both. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And so how about um, customization? Is there is there an opportunity here? It's it's a sort of a challenge, right, to, to really customize and personalize. Um, but is there opportunities and, you know, how, how do you view customization uh, at the same time achieving scale? Look, I mentioned this in my session earlier. We are still in early innings of model adoption. I think we will continue to evolve the product and how advisors incorporate models into our practice. I think one area where BlackRock is innovating to address this um, need for scale but yet customization is trying to evolve models to cater to more high net worth clients. Um, you know, kind of belaying the mis misperception that models are cookie cutter and designed sol solely for smaller accounts. Um, what we have found is more and more advisors are wanting to deploy models to those high net worth, but offer customization or offer services that would be more suited to that client base. And so what we're looking to do is actually build a model that brings separately managed accounts and ETS together within a model, allowing advisors to access um, tax loss harvesting capabilities, but also offer their clients a model that includes individual QSIPs from your bonds, individual stocks, 
ETFs and rebalances on the same frequency as our all ETF model or all active model. Um, and I think that the rationale for our advisors is clear, you know, well, models are, are more most often still use a small accounts. Um, they're looking for to add skill in order to provide additional services, particularly if you think about your high net worth where things like taxes, estate planning are more and more crucial and that's where they're looking to add value. So BlackRock's actually working on a solution. We're gonna be launching something called target allocation with SMEs. Um, it's already managed by the same portfolio managers that manage our other flagship models. And these will include SMEs, both in equity and a fixed, ETFs, will follow the same process and philosophy as our target allocation ETF models. Uh, and we'll be looking to launch those on model platforms in the fall. Eve, I really enjoyed our discussion today. Thank you so much. And I'll turn it over to Allie. Thank you, Justine. And thank you, Eve. I really appreciate uh, you spending some time today with the Nixa Talk listeners. And I do hope that you find the rest of the Nixa general membership meeting fun and valuable. Thanks for your time. Thank you. You've been listening to Nixa Talk expert panels discussing today's most compelling asset management issues. Nixa is a trade association and support of professionals within the global financial community. Come back often and feel free to add our podcast to your favorite RSS feed or follow us on Twitter at Nixa News. Access to the complete live programming, including CE credits, is available to Nixa members. For information on how your firm can become a Nixa member, please visit nixa.org and view our membership page. For over 50 years, Nixa has been connecting global asset management participants to discuss and develop industry best practices. Join the conversation today.